Welcome to Full Armor Radio. This is John O'Rourke with Full Armor Ministries. I am a missionary evangelist to Shy Cities area here in East Tennessee. I uh, bring the gospel to the lost, um, as you can check out on the YouTube channel, some conversations with some unbelievers. Um, today I wanted to talk about um, what's happened recently. I'm sure many of you have heard that's uh, NBA, um, former NBA player Kobe Bryant um, was killed. Um, yesterday on the Sunday um, in a helicopter crash. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's been going around about him, as many Christians are concerned, because um, anytime that somebody dies, uh, the proper Christian response would be, I wonder if they knew the Lord. I wonder if they were saved, if they had trusted in Christ. As um, If someone does not trust in Christ, then they will be judged based upon their own works. And of course, all of our works will be found um, will be found guilty before God and, and he will give us justice. But if we trust in Christ, then Christ will take the penalty in our place on the cross instead of we having to bear our own penalty in hell. And that's the question that, that's come to many people's minds is, was Kobe Bryant saved? Well, there's been a picture going around the internet um, uh, even been shared by a number of Christians, a number of Protestants. And it deals with uh, Kobe Bryant's uh, faith, his profession of faith. Kobe Bryant was a professing Roman Catholic, professing Roman Catholic. And there is a, a little picture going around with some words on it from a quote from a guy named Father David Barnes. Father David Barnes. This is what the quote says. It says, a friend texted me today to tell me that a friend of hers attends the same Catholic church as Kobe and saw him this morning at Mass. There can be nothing more consoling to those who mourn than to know that a loved one worshipped God right before his death, because worshipping God is what heaven is. End quote. So in this program, I will not um, pretend to presume upon what Kobe Bryant actually believed. I have no clue. I hope he believed the real gospel. And there are people who happen to be in the Roman Catholic Church who don't believe what Roman Catholicism officially teaches. Um, but nevertheless, for some reason or another, they find themselves in the Roman Catholic Church, at least for a time. So I will not pretend to know the eternal state of Kobe Bryant. I will not pretend to know whether or not he trusted in Christ alone for his salvation or not. But I will comment on on what is being said by people who are are here, who are alive now. Is this quote um, basically says that Kobe Bryant attended a Roman Catholic mass, and therefore we should be um, consoled that therefore he for sure is is saved. Like I said, I don't know whether he's saved or not, and that's really not the purpose of my comments. Comments are is that Roman Catholicism, in its official documentation, is not Christian. And that's very important. The reason I bring this up is that if I really care about people, then I'm not gonna I don't want people to think that if they believe Roman Catholic doctrine, that they are saved. 
What I mean by that is those who believe what Roman Catholics teach about the gospel. Not just about any old thing, but about the gospel particularly. If somebody believes what Roman Catholics teach in the Council of Trent about how you're saved, then that person is not saved. Now, like I said, perhaps Kobe Bryant, like many others who happen to call themselves Roman Catholic, are ignorant of what Roman Catholicism actually teaches. Perhaps Kobe Bryant read his Bible and saw that salvation is not by faith plus works, but is by faith alone and Christ alone. And I hope that that's the case. Like I said, I do not know one way or the other. And I hope that's the case. Um, I've sent this this picture in with some comments. And this is what the, the comments uh, from my, my Christian brother said. He said, sadly, Kobe Bryant passed away yesterday, and it breaks a lot of people's hearts, albeit for a number of different reasons. This photo, which is the one that I read, has been circulating social media, mostly posted by Protestant Christians. He says, I pray that Kobe did not believe the teachings of Rome. I pray that he had faith in the one true gospel and for unknown circumstances found himself stuck in a false church. I think it's very important to reiterate that the Reformation was not just some petty argument 500 years ago, but rather the most important issue of all time. He says, also, we should make it clear that sharing this post is dangerous because it teaches a false sense of security. That sometimes takes moments like these to make people understand that we are not guaranteed tomorrow. How true that is. He made some points here, and I think they're very important, and I'd like to expand upon them. He says, I think it's very important to reiterate that the Reformation is not some petty argument that happened 500 years ago, but is rather the most important issue of all time. And I don't believe that's an understatement, because it's an issue on what is the true gospel and what is the false gospel. How are we saved? How are we justified before God? Well, I'd like to go over some of what the Council of Trent says. The Council of Trent is a Roman Catholic document that is that was published as a counter-Reformation document. It was published in opposition to the Reformers to try to refute them. In, in their sixth session, they talk about justification, and they have a number of canons on justification, um, a number of anathemas they pronounce upon people who believe the doctrines that they lay out here. And anathema is the, comes from the Greek word that means cursed or damned. So he's saying, they're saying people who believe these doctrines are not saved, but they are damned, but they're going to hell. So Canon 9 on, on justification from the Council of Trent says, If anyone saith that by faith alone the impious is justified, in such a wise as to mean that nothing else is required to cooperate in order to the obtaining of the grace of justification, and that it is not in any way necessary that he be prepared and disposed by the movement of his own will, let him be anathema. So let me, let me paraphrase that, update it to more modern English. So if someone says that we're justified by faith alone, someone says that by faith alone the sinner is justified, in such a way as to mean that nothing else is required by him to cooperate, in order to be justified. And that's not anywhere necessary for that person to be prepared or disposed to justification by the movement of his own free will, then let him be anathema. 
So if you believe that justification is by faith alone and not by the actions or, or the actions or the works of the sinner, the person who is being justified, then you're damned. Now, what does the Bible say about such things? What does the Bible say about justification? Well, in Galatians chapter 2, verse 16, this is what the Apostle Paul says, inspired by the Holy Spirit. He says, Yet we know that the person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. He says, by faith, not by works. By faith, not by works. In Romans, Romans chapter 4, we have a very similar argumentation. <coughs> it says, Romans chapter 4, verses 1 and following, what shall we say was gained by Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. He was justified by belief. Now to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due or as his debt. And to the one who does not work... Not by works, the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. Just as David also speaks of the blessing of the one to whom God counts righteousness apart from works. He quotes a psalm, Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord will not count his sin. Right? So we're justified, we're declared righteous in God's sight, we're saved. Not by works at all, but by faith alone. Faith apart from works. Faith alone. Again, Roman Catholic Council of Trent says, If one says that by faith alone the sinner is justified, let him be anathema. Ultimately is what it says. Canon 11. If, if anyone saith that men are justified, either by the sole imputation of the justice of Christ, or by the sole remission of sins, to the exclusion of the grace and charity which is poured forth in their hearts by the Holy Ghost, and is inherent in them, or even that the grace whereby we are justified is only the favor of God, let him be anathema. Again, let me update it for modern English readers. If someone says that men are justified, either by the sole imputation of the righteousness of Christ, imputation means that legal transfer, that crediting, like if I earn a million bucks and transfer it to your bank account, I'm imputing it to your bank account. So if someone says that we're justified, that sinners are justified by the imputation of the righteousness of Christ, that is, the righteousness of Christ that he earned by keeping the law perfectly is imputed to the sinner's account so that before God they are declared righteous in his sight. If someone says that we're justified by the sole imputation of the righteousness of Christ or by the sole remission of sins, that is, our sins being imputed to Jesus, and he bearing the penalty of them on the cross. If someone says that we're justified by that, by what Jesus did, to the exclusion of our own good works, of the grace and charity, the grace and love, which is poured forth in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who's saying, are you saved by faith, and are you saved by what Jesus did alone, or are you saved by Jesus plus the fruit of the Spirit in you? In other words, are you saved by Jesus alone or Jesus plus you? 
either Christ alone or Christ plus me. Now, Scripture calls, is, has it as Jesus being the only Savior. And that the works of man, again, the fruits or the love poured forth in their heart by the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit is not what saves a person. Through the Spirit is not what saves a person. It is the imputation of Christ's righteousness and their remission of sins that saves a person. But they say, if you believe it's just what Jesus did, then you're going to hell, that you're anathema, that you're damned. Unless They say, unless you believe that it's Jesus plus your fruit, plus your good works, then you're damned. Now, what does Scripture teach on this? Of course, the texts that we just read are applicable, but also... If you look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through through 9, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Grace you have been saved through faith. It's a free gift of God. You're saved by grace through faith. And this is not your own doing. It's a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Not a result of works. So are we saved as a result of our works? No. Do we go to heaven as a result of our fruit, our love in our hearts? No, we do not. That would be boasting in our own works. Okay. Yes, even grace-assisted works, even the works that the Holy Spirit brings forth in us and that we cooperate with in our sanctification, yes, even those works do not get us into heaven. It's only what Christ has done. It's grace, not by works. Romans 11, verse 6. Romans 11, verse 6. See how clear it is in Paul's thinking. Romans 11, 6. But if it's by grace, it's no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. So salvation is either by grace or it's by works. It can't be a mix of the two. It's either grace or works. If you want to earn salvation, you have to keep the law perfectly and don't have any original sin. Not possible. So the only way you can have salvation is by grace. Now, grace, by definition, is something that you cannot earn. You cannot earn salvation. It must be given as a gift. So they say, if you think that salvation is just by what Christ did, his imputation of his righteousness, his remission of sins on the cross, to the exclusion of the grace and the charity which is poured forth in the hearts by the Holy Holy Ghost, then you're anathema. If you exclude your own fruits as the basis to be justified, they say, the Roman Catholics say, that you're damned. But the Bible says the opposite. So there must be Christ alone. Think of it. If you're basically, you're basically saying, it's Christ plus me, so God the Father, why should you let me into heaven? Well, because of what Jesus did and because of what I do. If God looks at what I do, is he going to find me innocent or guilty? He's definitely going to find me guilty because I haven't kept the law. Now, if he looks only on what Christ did on my behalf, perfect righteousness imputed to my account, all my sin imputed to Jesus, he bears the penalty of them on the cross. That will get me into heaven. God will forgive me because of what Jesus did. So they deny that it's Christ alone who is the Savior. The Roman Catholics believe that salvation is by grace through faith in Christ. They do believe that, that salvation is by grace through faith in Christ. 
Fortunately, the Bible takes it a step further, and, they, and it says that we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Is, so the, according to the Roman Catholics, is grace necessary? Yes. It, does grace, is salvation completely by grace alone? No. According to Roman Catholics, is faith necessary? Yes. Is it by faith alone? No. They'll say it's by faith plus works. Faith plus works, not faith alone. Not faith apart from works, the Bible says, but faith plus works. Is salvation by Christ alone? No, it's by Christ plus me, according to the Roman Catholics. Biblical teaching is that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Not by grace plus my merits, not through faith plus my works, and not by faith in Christ plus faith in me. That's the difference. That's the difference. Now when you see, okay, yeah, so there's some disagreements. What's the big deal? The difference is between whether you're saved or not. If you believe what the Roman Catholics teach, then you are not saved because you don't believe the gospel. I'm not just making that up. If you go to Galatians chapter 5, verses uh, 1 through 6, he says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit, submit again to a yoke of slavery. And that slavery, as he talks about in the end of the previous chapter, in chapter 4, is slavery to works righteousness religions, which correspond to the, Jew, the majority of the Jews living at Paul's time who lived in Jerusalem. They were the ones who were enslaved. They were the ones who were enslaved to a works righteousness religion. Excuse me. Verse 2, he says, Look, I, Paul, say to you, that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. What's he talking about? Well, he's talking about these false teachers in the Galatian churches who said, in order to be justified, you have to believe in Christ and be circumcised. Keep some dietary laws. Keep some feast days. Keep some laws. Keep some of, some of the law of God, the Mosaic law, in order to be justified. So he, he brings up the issue of circumcision. Is circumcision necessary to be justified? That's the question basically here. He says, if you accept circumcision, that is, if you think that circumcision is necessary to be justified, which is the context, he says, Christ will be of no advantage to you. Meaning Christ is not your Savior. And you will get no benefits from him. You will not get salvation from him. If you accept circumcision, as a necessary means to justification. Verse 3, I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. So if you think circumcision is necessary to be justified, then you no longer have Christ. It's all on you, man. It's all on you. If you want to go to heaven by circumcision, you got to go to heaven by completely by works, meaning you got to be perfect. you got to keep the law perfectly. You yourself are obligated to keep the whole law perfectly or else you'll be damned. That's what Paul's saying. Very serious. Very serious. Verse 4. You are severed from Christ, you who would be justified by the law. Very clear. If you want to be justified by the law, you want to try to be justified by the law, then you are severed from Christ. You are separate from him. You have no union with him. He will, you'll have no advantage from him. You yourself are obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from him, cut off from him. You who would, you who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. That's very important what he means by that. He's saying 
If you want to be justified even by adding one work of the law, then you have fallen away completely from a gracious gospel. You have fallen away completely from a gracious system of salvation. You can't say, yes, salvation is by grace plus works. That's a contradiction in biblical understanding. Like I said, Romans eleven six, if it's by grace, it's no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. It can't be grace and works. They don't mix. They're like oil and water. They can't be mixed. You're saying, if you want to add one work as necessary means to justification, then you have fallen away completely from grace. You have fallen completely from a gracious system. You have fallen away from a gracious gospel. You are severed from Christ. That's his point here. You're severed from Christ. So if you think about Roman Catholicism in this light, do they add works to grace? Do they add works to faith? Yes. And not just one either. It's not just circumcision, for example. It's a lots of stuff. But it doesn't make a difference. If you trust in even one work in yourself to save you, to be a necessary means to justification, then you've lost it. You've blown it. You don't have the gospel. You're not saved. Christ is not your savior. Christ will be of no advantage to you. This is one of the main issues of the Protestant Reformation is how are we justified? Is it by faith alone or is it by faith plus works? Like I said, Roman Catholics do believe that faith is necessary. That's not good enough, though. Because they also think that works are necessary to be justified. But they, you're, they're not. It's Christ alone who justifies. Through faith alone. By his grace alone. Read through the Council of Trent. It's easily available online. CouncilofTrent.com. ThecouncilofTrent.com. Session 6, Canons on Justification. They're anathemas. There's more. Sort of a couple. But there's more. And they very clearly deny the free grace of the gospel. They do not say that justification is by faith alone. They will say justification is by faith, but not faith apart from works, faith plus works. And that difference, that's a dividing line. That difference is the difference between heaven and hell, between saved and unsaved. So when somebody sends a picture around, it says, don't worry, Kobe Bryant went to Catholic Mass, so it's all okay. That shouldn't be a consolation to any Christian, to any Protestant Christian. He says, there can be nothing more consoling to those who mourn than to know that a loved one worships God right before his death. Well, the real consolation would be Kobe Bryant, if he made a profession of faith in Christ alone for his salvation. That would be a real consolation. As I said earlier, there's no way for me to know or to presume upon his salvation, and I will not do it. But I will say this, Christians, don't send this around. And don't say stuff like this. What it says is, Roman Catholics are fine. They're Christian brothers and sisters. They have nothing to worry about. And that is a lie. As a lie, if somebody believes what the Council of Trent says, which is what Roman Catholics are supposed to believe, now granted, not all, Roman, not all Roman Catholics do believe what Rome teaches. Nevertheless, this is officially what Roman Catholicism teaches. If you believe what the Council of Trent says on justification, then you are not saved, according to God here in Galatians 5, as well as the other texts. You're severed from Christ. 
And it concerns me that people will say that Roman Catholics are Christians because Roman Catholics need the gospel. Roman Catholics need the gospel if they believe what the Council of Trent says. Now, there are people who say they're Roman Catholics who don't believe in Roman Catholic teach, don't believe in Roman Catholic doctrine. And um, that's a good thing. You don't want to believe in Roman Catholic doctrine. But those who really are real Roman Catholics who believe what they're supposed to believe are not saved. They need the true gospel of free grace, justification by faith alone, apart from works of the law. If you really care about Roman Catholics, you won't say, you're good, no problem, don't be concerned, you're definitely saved. No, ask them what they're trusting in. Are they trusting in Christ alone for their salvation? Or are they trusting in their own works even a little bit? Do they think that their own works will save them or be part of, the, or part of their salvation? Do they think that justification is by faith plus works? Do you think that God will look at their works and accept them based upon their works? Or are they trusting in Christ alone? Do they really understand the gospel, that salvation is a free gift that cannot be earned or merited in any way? That's the real question. Want to learn more about the gospel? Go check out some of the other videos on my channel here of me talking to some unbelievers. I actually have a video of me speaking with a girl who grew up Roman Catholic. Uh, it's very important that we understand the gospel. And if you really do care about people, understand the gospel well. And don't pretend that unbelievers are believers. Don't pretend that those who are true Roman Catholics who really believe Roman Catholic doctrine don't believe that they are. Don't say they're Christians. They're not. Like I said, I will not presume upon any man's personal beliefs. Wait, what Kobe Bryant really believed, I have no idea. And I sure hope that he rejected the Council of Trends and that he really believed the real gospel. I don't know. What I do know is that Christians ought not to be pretending that Roman Catholicism and Protestant Christianity are the same thing. They are not. Roman Catholicism is not Christian. It's not, it's not real Christianity. It's a false religion. It needs to be spoken of as such for their sake. They need the gospel. They are a mission field. They need it. So with that, I think I'll go ahead and, and wrap it up. Just some things to think about um, as, as we all contemplate our own deaths as Kobe Bryant died rather young at 41 years old. I think it's important for us to think about our own deaths and the deaths of those around us. If you're a Christian, then you should know that you're going to heaven. What about the people around you? It should motivate you to share the gospel with them today. If you're not sure if you're a Christian, you need to examine yourself. What are you trusting in? What do you, why do you think God will bring you into heaven? Is it because of you? Or is it because of Jesus alone? Don't trust in your own good works. Trust in Jesus, what he did. His perfect life of law-keeping on behalf of the sinner and his taking the penalty on the cross in the place of sinners. Trust in that alone. Repent of your sins and you will be saved. So with that, sobering thoughts to think about. Understand the gospel. Read your Bible. Become a master of what the, what the gospel is, what the, what the real message, the good news is in the Bible. Learn it inside and out. And then Reclaim it. 
to those around you. With that, thanks for watching and God bless. Thanks so much for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the notification bell to receive notifications every time we upload a video. Also, please check out our website, fullarmorministries.org, and become a financial partner with us, because without your financial partnerships, these ministries can't happen. Thanks so much.